Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. My name is James. My name is David. And Joseph, unfortunately, is not here today. Uh, he's not feeling too good, which is good that he's not feeling good now, because that means he'll be good when we go to celebration next week. So I'm glad he's sick today, but not glad he's sick today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. That's what I told him over text. I was like, man, get it out of the way now. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, what you you told me before we got on the phone here that you have a lot of stuff to talk about. So let us get into it. Yeah, let's start off as far back in time as possible from the last podcast. I think the first story that came up was uh, Star Wars legend Anthony Daniels is headed to Star Wars Celebration. Woohoo! <laughs> we all, <laughs> think, I mean, we all figured he was going to be there anyways. You know, so you know. Right, we all figured he was going to be there, but this is something a little different compared to every other Star Wars celebrity. He's going to have this type of like meet and greet with the fans. If you pay $100 cash, you can meet with him and take a picture and have him sign something, apparently. Mm. And the official verbiage on StarWars.com says, Anthony Daniels, the legendary actor who brought the Goldenrod droid C-3PO to life in every Star Wars saga film so far, as well as Rogue One, is headed to Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Join him on Sunday at 5.15 p.m. as he presents droidography on the galaxy stage. An hour of personal stories, hilarious wit, and an unforgettable in-person experience. Expect the unexpected as Daniels has a marvelous time, sometimes at the expense of unsuspecting audience members. <laughs> and then it says you can also meet with Anthony Daniels in room W190A all day on Saturday and Sunday of Celebration Weekend to get an autograph or say hello in one of over six million forms of communication. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Are you gonna... I might go with sign language. I don't know. <laughs> i'm wondering if i'm gonna do that or not i mean i saw him at celebration you know 2017 which is pretty awesome um i don't know if i'm gonna spend a hundred dollars to you know chill with him i don't know that's just me personally what about you i think i might do it i mean it's <laughs> i i'd rather go to celebration and have the opportunity the option to at the last second the last minute decide okay i want this person's autograph i want this want this person's picture as opposed to what everyone's doing right now you have to pre-order and then there's only a certain amount of slots and then once it's gone it's gone i mean i might have more money i might have less money i don't know <laughs> so it, it's it's it, it's i think it's a luxury for a person like me that's gonna go there and it's just if i'm feeling it i'm gonna do it so there's a new story being dropped for star wars dooku jedi lost 
And it's kind of unique because it's an audio only story. Mm -hmm. You can't buy the book. And I'm not sure. Did we actually talk about this? I think we might have mentioned it. I don't. I think Joseph may have mentioned it, but yeah, go for it. Go ahead and uh, re-explain to our listeners what this is. So there was an updated synopsis uh, given this week. So that's that's actually kind of new. And I'll read it to you. The audio-only story written by Kayvon Scott follows Dooku's assassin, Ventress, as she uncovers why Dooku left the Jedi Order. Hmm. You can delve into the history of the sinister Count Dooku and this audio original set in a galaxy far, far away. Darth Tyrannus, Count of Sereno, leader of the Separatists, a red saber unsheathed in the dark. But who was he before, mm-hmm. before he became the right hand of the Sith? As Duke courts a new apprentice, the hidden truth of the Sith Lord's past comes to light. That sounds exciting. I mean, we've always all wanted to know like what Dooku was before. And for me, I would love to see how Dooku and uh, Yoda were like when Yoda found Dooku and he trained him. Like, that's what I want. I really want to know about this story. And I think that's really fertile ground for, for a Disney Plus series. Have a young Dooku recast him as someone younger mm-hmm. and have puppet Yoda slash CGI Yoda in the mix. Frank Oz can still do the voice. Mm-hmm. They can do like a limited like three series run, like a trilogy in a in a series on Disney Plus. I mean, I think we would all watch it. I think it would be super interesting. Oh, yeah big opportunity for the story group to step in and be like hey this needs to happen that needs to happen i think they could really shine and and, it, and, and his I, name is count dooku right there's it's not it's not he didn't give himself that name his name is count dooku right right and that's the interesting thing joseph ah. actually pointed out to us that dooku has no first name it's just count dooku or is dooku just his name maybe there's dooku, no first and last well, i mean just like yoda you know yoda's yoda you know so maybe Dooku was also just Dooku. Right. And I always think about that joke that Josh Gad made at the uh, episode eight panel. Are you the Madonna of Jakku? Why do you only have one? <laughs> so are you like the, yeah, the Madonna of Jedi here, Yoda and Jakku and Ray? Oh, hey, we're onto something here. I'm just kidding. See, that's something that people haven't brought up, that Ray could be the offspring of Count Dooku. <laughs> well, I mean, she also raised up her lightsaber like he did. You know what I mean? So maybe this is a thing. You know, I'm just joking. That'd be fun. Well, Anakin did as well. I know. They both did. We digress. A new image, a cleaner image of the that episode nine poster leak was <laughs> dropped online. Have you taken a look at it? Yes, I have. It's like a more uh, HD version of the picture. Was this released by Lucas? It's cleaned up. Yeah. (laughs) No. Lucasfilm isn't going to release anything. But like I said in the previous podcast, all the media outlets that cover Star Wars that are reputable are reporting that this is... These are legit images. If it's not a legit poster, if someone actually did piecemeal this together, Mm -hmm. they piecemealed parts that and characters ships that are in the film so and that was my original thought that's what happened Mm -hmm. but uh you got those outlets saying this is a legit poster that's meant for retail so it seems weird that they would have those posters already made when we don't even have a one a title for the film and if they're going to release it for retail the whole title should be on the poster it shouldn't just say star wars without the title 
You know what I mean? Even The Last Jedi, all the stuff they put up, it didn't just say Star Wars. It said Star Wars The Last Jedi. So Right. But Ryan Johnson released a title in, like, January of that year. Mm-hmm. And J.J. hasn't, so... I know, but... He might be doing something really special with the title release. Or there is no title. Don't give me that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, that, I mean, like I said in our video this past Thursday, like, for me, that was the biggest... Um, red flag that it wasn't a legitimate poster the images yeah they're real but the fact that it doesn't even have a title means the person who did it didn't know the title so they just put star wars and i can't see like target or all any of them even getting a pre-poster design already without the title of the film you know so but how could you have the title if it hasn't even been released on anything that's why i'm saying it's, it's so odd that there's no title, so they can't stamp it on all the merchandise. Yeah. So why is this poster being called legitimate? Well, they can still make a poster without the title. You don't need the title on the poster. I know, but they put... You see <laughs> Chewie and Ray. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. I'm, all I'm saying is like they if they were trying to promote it as an episode nine, they didn't even put a Ro- Roman numerals. They didn't even put a title on there. It was, for me, like you said, all the images were legitimate pictures from nine it's just it was somebody who put them all together to make it look pretty cool yeah that's that's a possibility <laughs> but we won't know until we go to triple force friday triple force friday there he goes joseph i said it for you. he's our <laughs> shout out to joseph. yeah shout out to joseph our triple force friday guy so lucasfilm unveiled a massive mural design for star wars celebration Woo-hoo! which we will get to see in person and one thing i actually didn't know about this was that kathleen kennedy she wanted this poster to encapsulate the entire Star Wars saga mm-hmm. from start to finish, which also includes the animated Clone Wars and Rebels to be printed, drawn mm-hmm. on this on this mural. And she tapped Doug Chang, who is the Lucasfilm vice president and executive creative director for Lucasfilm to create this mural, which is 10 feet tall and 88 feet long. That is insane. That is a huge mural. It's going to be so beautiful, too. It's going to be beyond beautiful. It's going to include every Star Wars film and Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. And I even hear it's even going to have a little bit of nine at the at, on the last part. Like it's, Right. Yeah. So, right, it will include episode nine. So the guy who drew this picture with Doug Chang, he had another picture at Celebration, which I bought, and it had it was the same thing, but on a much smaller scale, without episode eight or um, Resistance on there or anything. But it did have, you know, the prequels, Clone Wars, the original, and then the very end, you have Ray and Kylo Ren and all that, and it was awesome, man. And so the fact that they're doing this huge one. It's got to be amazing. It's got to be awesome to see. Yeah, we'll be sure to take a whole bunch of pictures of that because, yeah, it, it should be quite epic. I hope they release And the other cool aspect of this is that they released the sections for the original trilogy of the mural, and you can go to the Amazon Celebration Store and buy those images on throw blankets. Yeah. I'm wondering if anybody's going to be walking around in those throw blankets over there at Celebration. I don't know. It just might be me. Who knows? <laughs> Did you order it already? <laughs> no, I haven't. But I think I still have time to get it to my house. If there, I do you, that. there you go. So, 
Maybe. Also, a weird story came out. Uh, Chris White, one of the writers of Rogue One, oh. revealed that the original ending of Rogue One was supposed to be a wedding. A wedding. A freaking yeah, that's wedding. Like, yeah, it's strange, first of all, because it's a wedding, but who was getting married? Yeah, I don't know what they were planning on. Like, was, was Jin supposed to get married to somebody? You know, like, what was... Man, that movie... And apparently the reason they had the wedding ending was they thought Lucas... I mean, they thought Disney wasn't going to let them kill everybody off. So that was why they wrote this happy ending, because they were like, man, this is not going to let us do what we want to do. But then once Disney was like, no, they all need to die, they were like, okay, good. And so... Good. Good. (laughs) Man, that's crazy to think, like, this movie could have been very, 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 very bad, you know? We always say it all the time, how much trouble Rogue One was in. They made it work. I, oh, yeah. I really enjoyed Rogue One. And whatever you do to make the film, whatever it takes, whatever like weird scenarios, whatever directors you got to pull in, whoever you need for the story, if it works, it works. And, yeah, and it worked. And Kennedy made it work, man. She made it. She got everybody in who she needed, and they were able to finish that movie. And it was a success. It was a huge success for them. So that freaked me out when I when I read that. So there's a rumor out there. This is not really spoilers. It's just a rumor that The Mandalorian has already been renewed for a season two on Disney+. Plus. Wow. Already. It hasn't even come out yet. And they're already like, yeah, there's going to be a season two. Man. Yeah, it, it, it seems like whatever they've accomplished with The Mandalorian has impressed Disney executives so much that it seems like they're going to just green light season two and make the Mandalorian the marquee show of Disney plus over anything that Marvel's doing over their archive of stuff, the Disney vault that they're going to open. So that that's like really exciting news. And I don't know if I can get more hype for this. It's, (laughs) it's just going to be incredible. It feels like, and just, so many directors, and it and it actually came out that Bryce Dallas Howard and Taika Waititi are actually going to act in, in The Mandalorian as what? well. So they might be like Easter egg characters. Well, I, well we all figure that uh, Waititi is going to be IG-88. Like, they have that picture of him standing right. there. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it could, it could not be. I mean, he could easily be directing a, an actor off to the side. But the way they took the picture, it looks like he's the voice of IG-88. So right. just imagine that voice coming out of that droid, and it's got to be really freaking awesome. Yeah, man. It's, it's to see those bounty hunters back in live action mm-hmm. doing crazy stuff. I want to see the full array of what they're capable of. You know, I want to see all their blasters. I want to see their capabilities, their physical capabilities, their just intellect i want to see it all on display and i think favreau is going to give it to us i think he really is yeah i'm just ready to see the scale of this show and how it's gonna how it's all gonna come together i mean this this is so exciting this is super exciting for star wars fans to have a full show live action about whatever the coolest like looking i mean it's not boba fett mind you but you know what i mean it's a mandalorian and the armor looks beautiful Oh, man, I can't wait to see what they're going to do with this thing. Fingers crossed for that Mandalorian panel <laughs> on Sunday, Oh, dude, man. yeah. Oh, oh, okay, so should we get into that a little bit there and explain that we, we've we entered the lottery <laughs> for this thing and we're just waiting patiently 
to see if we're gonna get into this thing. Um, yeah, we we did the merchandise one, and then this week we did the uh, the the regular panels. So we'll see. We'll find out this week if we got it. It might work out for us in the end because a lot of people that I've seen online talk about this. Some are only entering a few panels. Some aren't going at all. Some people don't know how the lottery system works. And it's like, wow, (laughs) maybe we are at the advantage with the lottery. If all the people don't register for the lottery, I think we have a really good shot. (laughs) And then being a group, if one of our group gets selected, they get to pull in the rest of the group. So I like how we're talking. I like how we're talking like this, but then watch they come out. We didn't get any of them. You know what I mean? Like we didn't get none of them. It's a possibility. And my wife feels bad for me because like, I'm super like confident. We're going to get all of the panels. And she's like, Oh my gosh, you probably are not going to get any of them. And it's going to be so sad. (laughs) I'm like, don't, don't think that way. Think positive. It's going to be great. And it was easy. It was easy to do. There wasn't any traffic online to do the lottery for the panels. Like there were for the merchant and the merchandise had to wait for a couple of minutes. The panels, I right. I walked literally just, I mean, walked, if you know what I mean. I walked right up to the front of the line and was able to do it. Yeah, we are only nine days away from oh. jumping on a plane and going straight to Chicago. Star Wars Nirvana, a.k.a. Star <laughs> Wars Celebration. I cannot believe that. It's already like, it's already basically here. Like, yeah. And and I joked with you earlier. I was like, you know, the laundry that I'm doing now is like my laundry that I'm going to start packing. And that's blowing my mind right now. The fact that we're getting ready, man. It's happening. Yeah, man. The pre-packing has started. Yeah, not for me yet. I just, like I said, I just did my laundry and got my hat going here. And so I'm pretty, uh, man. Oh, my God. It's got to be great. But there, there's, like, have you heard people talking about how this is going to be like the fire festival for Star Wars, like for Star Wars fans? <laughs> and that makes me I don't know, mad. man. I'm going to make it work. Oh, I'm but so terrified. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to make it work, man. <laughs> it, it's going to work for me. I'm going to make it work by sheer force of will. It's going to work for me. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to be hanging with everyone there. And get, getting to see old friends from past celebrations, mm-hmm. getting to see fellow podcasters that I've met before, mm-hmm. getting to hang out with listeners, people that are listening right now, we're probably going to get to meet in person and um, thank them in person for listening and contributing to our podcast. So it's 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 going to be exciting, man. It's it's the first time going as podcasters. And... Oh yeah, that's that's what's blowing my mind too. And just for our listeners who are going to be there, I'm I'm not tall in person. I know it looks like I'm really <laughs> tall in person, but I'm not. So you're going to notice that really quick whenever you see me there at celebration. <laughs> so just giving y'all a heads up. <laughs> yeah, just look for the episode one hat. Yeah, look for the episode one hat. I, I hope other people have this hat, but then at the same time, I hope no one has this hat because you know, I thought I'm right. like I'm the smartest Star Wars fan ever. I'm gonna get the episode one. I'm just joking, but uh, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a lot of people with this hat on. But yeah, I'll be wearing this hat and I'll be hanging out with dudes that are taller than I am. So, so yeah, I'll probably be wearing my cardinal red Star Wars Celebration 2019 hoodie from the 501st. No, nice. I'll probably be wearing that. So there you go. You'll see us. You'll see us. All right. I have, I have, I have something I want to bring up really quickly and hear your thoughts about it. Do you remember okay. it was after episode seven had come out that 
they said that Ryan Johnson was doing rewrites for episode eight. Do you remember that? Because like, he turned in his script the day of episode seven's release. And then a, like a month or two later, Kathleen Kennedy said that he's actually now rewriting some of the movie to include, you know, everyone's favorite people, which was, you know, Ray, Poe, Finn, and, you know, because apparently in his first draft, he really didn't have a, like, and from the way it sounded, it didn't, he didn't, it didn't sound like he had. I do. Okay. I do remember that because I remember specifically them stating they didn't know that Ray, Poe, and Finn were going to be such a hit. Yes. Okay. It all goes back to what you had said, which was Ryan Johnson had finished the script before Seven had even come out. Like, Right. Do you think he wrote the script based off of the first draft that they were going to – the first movie that they were going to film for Episode Seven? And then as the movie came out, he was like, wait, I got to change all of this because, you know, Poe was supposed to die, you know, like all that was supposed to happen. Do you think when he rewrote it, he had to then bring in all the stuff that Abrams was like, oh, by the way, yeah, this is what the movie is now, not not what you originally thought. Do you think that might have happened? There's no right or wrong answer. I'm just curious. Yeah, I think that happened for sure, because there was a lot of Poe stuff with Leia in Mm -hmm. episode eight. And if Poe was not there, who was going to be that person? I mean, that whole like sequence of events with Poe and Leia, I mean, it might not have existed until after J.J. dropped the bomb on him saying, okay, well, Poe's going to be alive. And then Kathleen Kennedy or whoever said, well, can you make it so it's more Poe, Finn, and Ray-centric? Mm-hmm. Man, and, yeah, that's that's crazy to think about that. Maybe Ryan Johnson had this whole movie without Poe and without the Leia plot line at all. Like, that's what's bizarre. And I remember Boyega had said really early on about the script. He says, well, I'm not really with Daisy at all in this movie. I'm with Rose, which is still the case. He was with Rose almost the whole movie. But um, But I remember hearing that. And, yeah, you were right. It sounded like they didn't anticipate those three to be a big hit. But now I'm wondering if they didn't even anticipate the three of them being a a three, you know what I mean? Like maybe there wasn't a big three that they had in mind for this trilogy. Right. And that harkens back to the original trilogy, having a big three. Yeah. And how could they go into a new star Wars trilogy and not, think about having a big three again i mean yeah because yeah because star wars is about tradition yeah they were gonna kill poe poe was not supposed to live like that whole plot line was not supposed to happen and what's even crazier to think about now is that all those seeds with poe and and leia existed which means the movie was completely different the movie was nothing at all what we saw because there were supposed to be lots of seeds with poe and uh, and Leia, and then Poe was gonna die. You know what I mean? So, do you think Johnson had to then rewrite all the stuff with Poe and Leia to make it to bring it over from the Force Awakens into this movie? I mean, he had to have. I mean, think back to that last scene in Episode Seven where JJ wanted Luke with the floating rocks. Yeah, and Ryan was like, "No, no, 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 you can't do that because Luke. We didn't know at the time Luke is." cut himself off from the force. Plus he also had to tell him have R2 show up at Octu instead of BB-8 because originally 
JJ wrote for BB-8 to show up mm-hmm. to Octu. Yeah, man, that's just it's crazy to think that both of them had a different movie that they wrote. Abrams, Kazdan, and Johnson all had a different story that they had to change for the movies. And, and yeah, yeah, that's the issue with not having a plan, not thinking it out all the way through, not having the same director mm-hmm. because this type of thing. I mean, it could. It, I mean, you have a lot of talent in JJ and Ryan, and I mean, episode nine might connect it. All. I mean, it's it, episode nine will episode nine will be able to give us the final kind of outlook on what this sequel trilogy was Mm -hmm. and it's not probably going to be for a few it's probably not going to be till 2020 until we can make the final call and say okay was this how much of a success was it yeah in the long run yeah true financially of course it's going to make all the money because star wars Mm -hmm. and was what they did appropriate to do i mean we got a lot of great things we got ray we got finn we got poe um, we got Harrison Ford back on screen to play Han Solo. We got Mark Hamill back to play Luke. I mean, there's there's a, there's a lot of positives to take away from it, and we got the Millennium Falcon back on screen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, time time will tell. Just like everything. Yeah, I agree. I was thinking about that too. Like when Episode Nine comes out, then we'll have a full picture of what this story ultimately was, right. where it was going, and because right now it just looks like. You know, like you said, maybe they didn't have a full vision. Maybe they had an idea, but they just didn't know how to get there. And, like, Abrams was like, hey, so this is where we're going, but you could make it up as you go along. Have fun. Which I don't think that's the way they should have done it. And it almost sounds like the reason that happened was because they were so rushed to get Episode 7 out. And right. And JJ was rushed. JJ was definitely rushed. He wanted to wait till May. Mm-hmm. He he wanted Bob Iger to give him till May. Bob Iger said no. It's coming out in December. And so here's my other question to you: When Michael Arndt was working on it, was he working? Was he, do you think he was writing the whole story, like the overarching story from seven, eight to nine, or do you think he was solely focused on seven? I mean, we'll never know. But it just, what do you think? The decision I believe was made early that different writers were going to write episode eight and nine because when they brought Ryan Johnson in, he is the writer of episode eight, mm-hmm. not Kasdan, not anyone else. No one helped him per se. Yeah. So I think aren't probably he wrote seven or he attempted to write seven. I don't mm-hmm. think he completed it. And Kathleen Kennedy even stated on the episode seven special features that Michael aren't usually takes years mm-hmm. to write a full complete story. And they were hoping that he would expedite that process, which apparently he didn't or J.J. didn't agree with what he was writing and said, well, let me just take it from here. I can write it. I'll bring in Larry Kasdan. We're bringing the old crew from the old, old trilogy back. He's a suit. J.J. is a big original trilogy fan. Mm-hmm. He wanted those original trilogy feels to be back. I, yeah, I, I think Art was just writing seven. I think in the back of his head, I mean, other parts of his brain were writing eight and nine, but he wasn't getting paid for it most likely. Mm, okay. Because how can you, how can you be a writer and not think of 
the middle and end of yeah, that's a what, full complete story. That's what drives me crazy about this is, you know, I used to always say they had an overarching story, you know, they did, they had to have, but now the more I think about it, like maybe they did it. Maybe they were so focused on getting seven done and out that they never had time to figure out what was going to happen. I mean, Abrams said he had told, uh, Kylo, you know, Kylo Ren, <laughs> Adam driver, like, what they were kind of going toward. And apparently Adam driver said like that stayed the same, like what was going to happen to him. So he's always had that in his mind as he's been working on it. But, um, it just seems so strange that they went ahead like that without like sitting down, like doing what Kevin Feige did with, with, you know, Marvel, which was, he was like, boom, this is what we're doing. And look, it's paying off beautifully for them. And I don't know. We'll tell time will tell how this sequel trilogy is going to be. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, episode nine might change our minds on seven and eight. Yeah. Or maybe it won't change our minds at all at, at what we think about seven and eight. Yeah. That's I mean, what it's... worries me. But like the movie's going to come out and completely be like, yeah, those two didn't happen. So here we go. You know what I mean? Like, what if they go that route? What if Abrams goes that route completely? Makes me a little nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this, this could be like his, admission that okay well or his kind of redo and try and fit in almost like the whole trilogy in one film it feels a lot like episode eight sometimes is ryan johnson's trilogy for the sequels because there's just so much going on and so many like transitions and cuts and i mean there's different storylines and it's like there's a lot in there Mm mm-hmm and it almost feels like to me he made the movie like I might not ma- ever make another Star Wars film. I'm gonna do what I want, and then I'll be done, and that'll be on my obituary, and I'm out. <laughs> but then Captain Kennedy said, "Well, no, 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 that that was great. We want to hand you a trilogy now. Uh, hopefully, we see Ryan at Celebration. Oh, that'd be great if he's there. I would love to see him. Just I think yeah, that, that that would say a lot. That would say a lot to me. Yeah, I agree. I think." Him on stage, I think him on stage with Abrams would would be a really big thing, in my opinion. So, we'll see. Johnson, if you're listening to us, please go to Celebration. We would love for you to be there. Like Ryan Johnson listens to this podcast. <laughs> I don't know, man. He uh, listens to uh, other people, apparently. Uh, so, who knows? I mean, this might get back to him. Who knows? But... Who knows? Johnson, Anyways. you're awesome. Yeah, did you have anything else? Um, that was it. Yeah, just the Ryan Johnson writing the script uh, later on. That was that was about it. So, uh, yeah. but but you picked up something right now, and I saw it, which is the trivia cards. Yeah. So back in 2017, <laughs> I uh, brought some trivia to Orlando celebration, and I wanted to do something a little different and end the podcast on a couple of trivia questions. And I want to see if you can, uh, me want to see them right. Yes, man. All right. What do we got? All right. So these, (laughs) these questions vary from the very easy to the extremely hard. Okay. I'm probably not going to know any of these. If they're like really hard, I'm not going to know like what engine did they use for, you know, the X wing and blah, you know, okay. So I'm going to ask you the question. If you can't guess it, I'll give you multiple choice. Okay. And then you can guess from that. Okay. okay. Let's do it. All right. The first question ever. 
Who was in charge of Echo Base on Hoth? Who was in charge of Echo Base? Yes. Um, somebody from the Rebellion. Uh, give me some right. options. What are the options? Okay, multiple choice. Multiple choice. Okay. Okay. A. General Riken. Okay. B. General Veers. C. General Dodonna. Or D. General Mills. <laughs> it's A, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> General Riken. Yeah, it's kind of funny that General Mills is in there, but that's pretty amazing. Little joke there. Did it? So, so yeah, James gets some points. Woo-hoo. All right, what else we got? So the second trivia question is, who said, then I'll see you in hell? Han Solo. That's the easiest one, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you answered it before I could. Okay, yeah. Like I said, easy to very hard. All right, all right. What else so, we got? Yeah. yeah. So you're two for two. That's it. You w- proved that you deserve this podcast. Yes. All my hopes and dreams just came true right now. Um, should we talk about the, uh, the the new logo we have? It's not even a new logo. It's just a more in- improved logo we're going to start using now. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I uh, sent out a message on my personal Facebook thanking uh, Jim, uh, who lives in Norway and is a big Star Wars fan, who designed our first logo. And we will have stickers, actually, to hand out to listeners or whoever wants one, I guess. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just want to thank him on the podcast. And I thanked him on Facebook and I tagged him. And, yeah, he lives in Norway and he said it's 4 a.m. when I contacted him. <laughs> oh but, yeah, God. I asked him to tweak it a little bit to include the word podcast in there. Mm-hmm. And he did that. He changed it up. And it looks great. And uh, I just want to thank him. Yes, thank you so much, man. It looks awesome. And we'll throw it up there on our Instagram and also on the video. It's it's right there. You're looking at it in the video right now. Um, but, yeah, I guess the, that's uh, that's it for today, huh? Yes, but if you want to contact us or interact with us, Twitter is at SWSPod2187. Snapchat is SWS or SW Stuff Podcast. Instagram is Star Wars Stuff underscore podcast. Our Facebook, we have a Star Wars Stuff group and a Star Wars Stuff podcast page. Our email, if you want to talk to us directly, email us directly, starwarsstuffpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, you can donate to us uh, to help us defray the cost of equipment, the stuff we buy, the books, celebration. Um, That's paypal.me forward slash Star Wars Stuff to donate. Wait, I just remember one of our listeners emailed us and messaged us. Um, he said that apparently there's this thing going around now that whenever the helmet is going on Anakin, he says, Padme, help me. Like, as the, as the, uh, I saw something like that too, and I was like, <laughs> so I went, <laughs> but back... that, that, that is very interesting though. That, that is, I... that, that did kind of spark some like memories of watching that. And could that have been like placed in there by, an FX guy, possibly like very, very like low. Well, I went back and watched it, and he doesn't say anything at all. Right, like he right. doesn't. Okay. He he uh, he just he he whitens his eyes, and then he just just looks, and that's it. And the end, the scene's over. And I maybe a novelization tie-in, maybe, or maybe it's just one of those things that people are you know. I've seen it before. They have like a Star Wars picture and they put fact and like they'll write something on there. 
and when it's not even true. You know, it's not even close to being true about Star Wars. And I'm right. thinking this is maybe one of those things that people are like, <laughs> oh, my goodness, he said it. It's it's a fact. It's like, ah, if you watch the clip, he doesn't say a single thing during that whole clip. So, right. uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> and now that you bring that up, there was another person that listens to us. He brought up the story of a possible Ewoks Disney Plus oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> about think, this. That, yeah, that's just a big rumor. I, I haven't heard anything reliable on that. But, yeah, that would be kind of cool to to have Ewoks again. Yeah. And but... actually have it more, like, <laughs> no, I don't... less like Caravan of Courage and more like the Mandalorian. <laughs> well, my whole thing with Ewoks is the same thing with the, the holiday special. When you do Wookiees or Ewoks, no one knows what they're saying. So <laughs> you can't do a whole show with Ewoks just going, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want, no, no. I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> but if they did, it would be amazing. If they do, like, no English, all subtitled. <laughs> no, that's it. No, I. Disagree with this idea. They a Disney Plus short, James. No. A Disney Plus short Star Wars story. Ewoks. Hey, if even if they do their like <laughs> new, you know, the, the Star Wars kids that they're throwing up there on YouTube, they did an Ewok <laughs> episode. That'd be amazing. So um, just do that. Yeah. Don't make a whole TV show off of Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, I got a soft spot for Ewoks. Really? But, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember I, I joked and said after celebration, I'm going to be an Ewok because I'm, I'm that short that people would probably think of me as life size. Oh, my gosh. Here's my oh wicked my ornament. <laughs> yeah, one of the super popular game modes on Battlefront 2 is that Ewok hunt. It's That thing's brutal. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. That thing's brutal, yeah. man. Ewoks straight up murder stormtroopers, and jeez, it's kind of hardcore. Yeah, that's where they get their nickname from, murder bears. I mean, come on. <laughs> Well, on that note, thank y'all for listening to this podcast. And uh, we'll be back next week with another awesome topic. And may the force be with you. Always. <laughs> Missy <Missy-Joseph>. Joseph. <laughs> it's a trap.